What is going on, everyone? Welcome to the first episode of How They're Here. I'm Tyler Webb, and the other day, I had the absolute pleasure of talking with serial entrepreneur and current CEO and founder of Target's latest incubator tech startup, Barat Pulgum. Barat's latest venture, Ronera, is an app that helps you get food and groceries delivered with people who already live near you, and it can help you earn some extra cash for yourself. Barat is an extremely busy guy, so I'm fortunate to have been able to pick his brain for as long as I did, and we ended up talking about a ton of things. Not only about how Renera got started, but how he even came to be an entrepreneur in the first place, all the way back at just 15 years old. Barat actually recently dropped out of college to work on Renera full-time, so he has a lot of valuable insight into what it truly takes to be an entrepreneur, and not somebody who is, as he calls it, a want-trepreneur. I hope you enjoy our conversation and learn from Barat's experience as a serial entrepreneur and CEO and gain some valuable insight into how he's here. Alrighty, we are back. I am joined by Barat Palgum at Target HQ in Minneapolis in the Renera offices. Uh, Barat, thank you so much for joining me. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. So from looking into you, you just the one thing that struck me um, really profoundly was your humbleness in this entire thing. And I think it's funny, like I said, that, that you are so humble in this entire thing. But for the people that don't necessarily know you, you're, you know, you're introduced as sort of a serial entrepreneur. You've had a lot of these different ventures and right now shakes his head kind of like, whatever, you know, no big <laughs> deal. But you are. And for all, for the, you know, by the definition of the word, you have started several ventures and, and several pretty successful ones. Is being an entrepreneur something that you always felt was just a part of you? Was Was it like, there is no other option other than the option of working for myself, or was it just something that sort of happened naturally? Because Renera was something that obviously happened very organically. You were coming back from school, you know, picking something up, or was it always in the back of your head that, you know, I'm going to figure something out and I'm going to take something to the next level, which I think is where Renera has sort of gotten to. Um, how has that sort of played out in your head, that idea of being an entrepreneur your entire life? Um, I think it's really important to note that an entrepreneur isn't like a thing. There's a lot of people out there that are entrepreneurs. It's like, oh, I wanna, I wanna do this. Yeah. I wanna do that, and they'll they'll slap a CEO title onto a company and be like, I'm an entrepreneur. Yeah. If there's anything that Techstars taught me, it was that I was, you know, I was actually very arrogant, thinking I I knew what it meant to be an entrepreneur. Okay. The lessons that you can learn from other entrepreneurs is incredible. You don't even know what you don't know. And when you realize that, fundamentally, your mind shift changes from, oh, I know the answer to the solution to, no, you don't. Your customer is going to like kill you. Right. And, and, like, your, your product will not survive mm-hmm. you know, if you have that attitude. You don't know what's best for your customer. Sure. And, and the market is your biggest – like the market will humble you. you know, forget, about, forget about your mentors. The market will humble you. Yeah. you know? One of my mentors says, be humble, be great, win. And it, it, it's it's beautifully simple. Sure. That's literally the only trait that defines like like you have an idea. There's like ninety percent of ideas don't happen because someone doesn't execute on them. Sure. You know the the the, the madness is there's method to the madness. There's madness in the execution. Just take the leap of faith. So so one of the big things I'm really passionate about is like you have an idea. Here's a framework you can use to to make it happen. Okay. Because it's always that where that's where people start. It's like I don't know how to start. You know I don't know how to I don't know how to start. I'm not special. I don't know. I still don't know what the hell I'm doing. Okay. But I've learned. I'm willing to adapt. I'm flexible, and I and 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 I have busted my ass to get here where I am today. In freshman year of high school, I was out in Twin City Startup Week, 
networking with some shitty business card that I made. And I was like, hey, my name is Barat. I'm the CEO of this company called Mixers. Mixers did, like, there's no, there's no meaning to that. You know, it's like Mixer. What the, what the hell is Mixers, right. you know? And and I, I, I built this from, from the very beginning. And, and the humility comes from the fact that it's like, you don't know what you don't know. So learn. Learn every moment of your freaking life because that's how you get better. That's how you get the edge up on every single person. You know, um, this, this whole notion that like entrepreneurs are in some way better than like the doctors of the world. No, you're not. If anything, you're the bottom rung of the ladder and you're just trying to, you're struggling to get some idea to happen. And I feel like some people have the notion that like, just because I'm founding my own thing, I'm like a one in a million. Well, I, I love this quote. You might be one in a million, but there's still five of you in New York city. So, 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 so get your head, head, head out yeah. and really bust ass because that's the only way this works. Sure. You know? Um, so, that's kind of, I'd say that's kind of the, the mindset. Entrepreneurship is a mindset. Mm-hmm. Being an entrepreneur, you have to earn that title. And you can't call yourself an entrepreneur. Someone else has to call you an entrepreneur. I don't think I'm an entrepreneur. I don't deserve that title. Right. Steve Jobs, that's an entrepreneur. Yeah, I love he, that. He's changed the world. I love that. You sure. know, you look out of a plane, like I had this, like you, I looked out of a plane once and I'm like, Steve Jobs has touched every single person on the ground down there. That's an incredible feeling. That's an entrepreneur. Yeah. I'm not an entrepreneur. I'm trying to be one. But like, you, you like, it, it's so often that people just jump to this like, yeah, I'm I'm CEO of this, like like what what like it means nothing. It, right. it means nothing. Right? Exactly. So so just humble yourself, realize that you don't know what you don't know, and continue to relentlessly self improve and relentlessly be better every single day. And one of the really interesting things I, I saw you say at one point was that you you didn't want to be sort of the student startup anymore, that there was an inflection point where you're like you know, this isn't my side hustle anymore. This isn't just, you know, there, this isn't a novelty because we're 19 years old. This is something real. Um, what was, obviously, I'm assuming that you, throughout Vernera's entire time, were you like, this is going to be something real? Like, this is going to be what we take to the Techstars incubator? Like, this is going to be it? Or was it sort of this advent of, as it became, you know, as it gained traction, as you were gaining momentum with it, you're like, okay, maybe this is something that we can start doing. Um. I uh, luckily I had two past ventures to kind of benchmark against. Sure. Um, one, the exciting opportunity about Renera is that it's something I could dedicate my life to for life to, yeah. not, not life to for life to. You know, I could see myself working on this when I'm forty. Yeah, I, I think there's that much potential on it. Right. So that was a big deciding factor of like why I'm dropping everything else. You know, Mixers was great, but it's a it's a headphone company. You yeah. know, um, and I could I could only see that going so far. Yeah. You know, I wouldn't want to be working on it when I'm 40. When did it kick in for you with Renera that this was something that I can work on? Just, when just I'm think about the opportunity, right? Renera isn't isn't like thousands of users, thousands of buyers. It's it's Renera is applicable to every single person on this planet. Sure. Anyone that's going out is going out. There's always people leaving. There's always people that need something. Yeah. Solved. You know, the opportunity is massive and it can affect millions and billions of people. Right. And it's also making the world a better place. So that was kind of my, it's like, oh, I, I could totally work on this till I'm 40. I, I think that when entrepreneurs are starting an idea, they need to think about that. Am I willing to give up everything for this idea? Am I willing to like sacrifice my personal health, my family, my relationships, my uh, GPA, yeah. my test scores for this? If the answer is no, don't work on it waste your time right you know if the answer is yes bust your ass and make it happen because like like i i i was when i was pitching renera this is this one this really clicked in um you know when i was pitching renera for tech stars i was getting i i was i was i was getting chills it's like holy shit like it's, it just it's works like, like you it's, just it, it, it's all coming together was that the first time it happened or, or what did it 
really. I, I definitely think I definitely think during the Texas program, as we as we continue to refine what our mission was, right. It's like, holy shit! Like this is this could totally work. Yeah. Everyone you everyone could use this. You know, we just have to. You know, that's what I say. It's not just about the ideas; it's about execution. Sure. You know, so we just have to if we can execute it properly. And I think we have the right team to do that. This could be the next big thing, and I I, I still get chills about that. It's like we're we're, we're like when we're looking at the big problems that we're solving. Um, that's when like it was like, I mean, you you read you read it you read it's like I can do a lot of things great or I can do one thing really fucking great right you know? and I want to do one thing really really great because uh-huh. um, because people you know like I'm involved in this I'm involved in this I'm involved in this you could be known for just being involved in everything or you can be known for taking this one thing to the next level you know that that's what I want to do I want to yeah. take that one thing to the next level and that's what I want to be known for mm-hmm. what's the thing you want to be known for sure that, that's how I look at it and and so you you took that leap so you're, you're describing sort of the risking it all mentality of, of really going for it you you did it you were a student at the University of Minnesota you are no longer a student at the university walk me through that sort of that thought process because from my point of view that would be the single like scariest fucking thing I would have ever done mm-hmm. like dropping out of school because and I don't know exactly your your you know your your upbringing or anything like that, but from what I understand, it was just sort of understood that you know you're going to go to school and that you are going to you know get a bachelor's degree, a, a master's degree, whatever it may be, but that this was the path that that you were going to take. Yeah, I, I, here's here's something that's funny. Uh, last year in November, I signed my lease to live on campus. Sure. And I didn't know I was going to drop out, so I'm still living on campus. <laughs> like it, uh, you know, right. the, the the thing just happened. Um, I think that the big thing for me, um, once again, I was like, I can do a lot of things mediocrely, or yeah. I can do one thing really, really great. I wasn't really finding my fit in school, okay, because um, I was still working on other things. You know, like this is the stuff that gets me up every day. Um, this is the stuff like that like keeps me running. You know, like sure. I am, I, I like. I couldn't. I couldn't imagine doing anything else. So it was a leap of faith for me. It's like school. I can always go back to school. Right. I can't go back to tech stars. Yeah, <laughs> that's not no, a thing. That makes sense. Um, and and it's, it, I I I have a very simple heuristic for making decisions. Am I going to regret this later? If I don't, if I if I don't go to tech stars, am I going to regret this later? Totally. Right. So very simply, uh, that, that was how I made the decision. Um, you know, my parents were incredibly supportive. Um, luckily, they saw some progress with mixers and and uh, vitros and Forge North and Genaman and Hart, and they know I could execute on things. Yeah. Um, but I mean, to this day, I, I mean, sometimes when I look at our metrics and they're not how I look at it, it's like I just burned my only bridge to getting a potential job. You right. Know? Like, I, my, getting a job for me is going to be so much harder because I don't have X, which mm-hmm. is a degree. Unfortunately, that's how the world works today. But right. Um, you know, it, it, it's just. Um, you know, and and uh, I invested my own personal. I invested my college uh, tuition, pay, like what I was going to use to pay college, to into this. Sure. I said I'm gonna if if I'm gonna be the CEO, I'm gonna burn all my bridges. I don't want to have a backup plan. Right. You know that because that in my the fire is really under my ass to make sure this happens. Yeah. You know? Um. So one, it was because I didn't want to. I, I didn't want to focus on anything else. Two, I shouldn't. I, I don't deserve to focus on anything else because I'm the CEO. Mm-hmm. Right. I I should my my life breath and sweat and tears should be Ranera, um, and and that's that's why I made that leap. Yeah. Um, it was very it was very objective. Am I going to regret this later? Yes or no? Uh, if I don't go to Techstars, I'll totally regret that. Right. I'm going to make the leap. So your team followed suit, and I don't know what the timeline was for all of you, but but they also dropped out and did this thing with you. Um. So they're they're full time here with you. Uh, was there a conversation between you and, and those guys that helped you start Renera that look if you want to do this you have to be 
you have to be in, you have to be all in, or was it, you know, was it, was there leeway to it or, or how did that work? When we had our summer planning session, um, we were very burnt out after school. Yeah. And it was very clear that we couldn't do school on this at the same time. Sure. You know, um, and the, the discussion was, if you want to be, if we're going to do this together, we have to all drop out. Mm-hmm. Simple. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, you know, this is part of that articulating that vision as, as, as the CEO or, or whatever, but making sure everyone's on the, on that journey with you. And then you, end, you explain why you're making this decision. That's critical. Take take people along along the along your decision making process, right? Mm-hmm. Don't just tell them what the decision is. Say this is X, this is Y, this is Z. I'm connecting the dots, and this is why we're making this decision together. For you sure. Know? And if you don't agree with us, then you're not a cultural fit. You know, right? That that, that, that that's not speaking to the, the, the that's not about the clarity of the decision. That's about the clarity of your culture. Yeah. And if you don't agree with the decision, well, three out of five people have agreed with it, then you have a problem. Yeah. You know? So sort of reverse engineering where you are um, now being at Renero full time. Uh, before when you were working with mixers and Renero was starting, you were still a student, but you were also still an entrepreneur. And I think that's where a lot of people sort of find themselves. They they find themselves at that inflection point, whether it being okay, I gotta maybe make this leap all the way to dropping out and, and doing my you know my venture full time, or I am going to you know sort of sit and do the traditional route and kind of play it safe. How are you balancing? those two at once and sort of you mentioned that you were burnt out but how how are you balancing it and what what foresight or what you know what perspective do you now have that said wow okay this would have been a lot easier if i had done this better or you know if i had stopped doing this what was that for you um i just want to say a thing quick thing about dropping out of school that thing is so glamorized it's not glamorous it sucks you lose all security of your future for sure um you have no safety net no you don't have any safety net right do not, do not, do not take that decision lightly. Um, I don't know. I, I don't want it to be like, oh, like, Barat's dropped out of school. Or like, oh, these guys dropped out of school. I can drop out. Like, yeah. That's a Hollywood it, movie. It, it's a Hollywood movie thing. I am, to this day, I wake up and I'm like, shit, this happened. I don't know what's going to happen next. Yeah. Do not take that decision lightly. And I think the most important thing is if you can't convince your parents to do it, you probably shouldn't. You know, okay. Like, like I, I, maybe that, maybe that's like for me. It was like until I convinced, because part of convincing your parents is also convincing yourself. Convincing yourself, yourself you know? sure. And and for me, that took that took some time, and 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 that's why I know I made the right decision. Because my parents are convinced. That means I sh- That means I'll be okay. You know. Yeah. Uh, because th- your parents have life experience. You know. Mm-hmm. Uh, part of that is also don't just dismiss the older opinion, the, the older older people. The, there's a reason that they're older. They're also wiser. You yeah. know, there's a lot of things you don't know about what's kind of what's going to come in life that you need to take the advice of those people and also people in your own peer group, whether it's in business, whether it's in life. Sure. Make sure you take all those into account when you're making such a critical decision. I've heard way too many people be like, "Oh, that's so cool." It's not cool. It's fucking terrifying. It's so romanticized. It, it, yeah. It's so romanticized. Um, you know, you only hear about the successful college dropouts because the ones that aren't successful, you don't hear from them again. Right. You know, so. Do not take that decision lightly. Uh, that's all I'll say there. My question was: You at some point were doing both. You were a student sure. and an entrepreneur. Yeah. How were you know? That's how the is point that, that being balanced? Yeah, and that's the point that a lot of I think a lot of people are in because I think it's you're right. It's a huge decision. It probably was one of your biggest life decisions. Totally, your biggest life decision up to this point no. was dropping out of school. I'm not sure all a lot of people are, are ready to sure. get to that point. So a lot of people are trying to juggle both and, and trying to make both work. How did you make both work? And what is your perspective on actually, you know, if you were to do that all over again, what would it be like? Um, there is you, – you can you can only do one thing really, really well, okay? Um, so either you have to 
uh, half-ass both things and be okay with it. Because you're not gonna you're not gonna start a company and really work on it and also get a 4.0 GPA. It's just not gonna happen. Right. I don't care how many extracurriculars you are. Starting a company is a completely different game. Completely mm-hmm. different. You know, completely different thing. Sure. You will be you will be shit on time and time again. Your product's gonna fail. You have to have the mental capacity to to do that. So, um, you know, if you're working on extracurriculars and also working on this, and in in for actually let me let me take a step back. If you're starting a company, ask yourself if you're gonna if you're willing to spend the next three years of your life on it. Okay. okay. If the answer is no, don't do it. So I've heard I've heard a lot of people pitch like jewelry businesses and soap businesses and uh, fragrance businesses. Like that market's already saturated. You're not going to get anywhere with it. Like, what's the thing that you're going to that's going to change your life? You right. Know? Um. And, and and sure, if if you're going to work on those, work on them. But they're not businesses. They're side hustles. Like get that straight in your head. Sure. You know. Um. The next step is you know after you do that, it, let's say let's say you decide to start your business. Really look at your calendar and block out certain times in the day to work. I made the poor mistake of trying to work in class. Doesn't happen. Okay, you can only focus on one thing. Mm-hmm. Your brain might be great at multitasking, but let me tell you, you're not. Nobody's okay? brain. Yeah, you're nobody's not. Brain you you can't multitask. multitask. Sure. So when you're working, when you're in accounting 2050, pay attention to accounting 2050. And when it's time for do work on mixers, pay attention to time to work on mixers. Okay, um, that's really hard. I tried doing it. My schedule last semester was. Um, Monday, Wednesday, uh, Monday, sorry, Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, work at school, Tuesday, work on mixers, uh, Friday, work on, uh, vitros, Saturday, Sunday, work on Renera. Okay. It was incredibly hard because the little often, uh, often overlooked thing isn't just time. It's also mind share. How much of your mind is this taking? Mm Mm-hmm. Mixers is completely self-sufficient at this point. Right. But if I was still with the company, it would take 10% of my mind share. I'd, I'd continuously be working and worrying about where's the product? Are we selling? How are our customers? How are, how are our customers? Are we fulfilling everything on order? These are still be going in the back of your head. So it might only take two hours of your time in a week, but it's still taking 10% of your mind share. Think very critically about what are those things that take up your mind share. Okay? Because at least 50% of your mind share has to go towards this. At least. Yeah. Okay? I'd even say 51%. You'd have to have a majority going to this. Sure. Okay? Be okay with that. Then be okay with you're not going to be you're not going to be it's not going to be okay the first time. You know, um, you're gonna you're gonna fail at school and you're gonna fail at business the first time. You're gonna fail at school and maybe the second time you have a little bit of success. But you need to be okay with taking a hit to your grades because if you really want to build this incredible business from ground up, you can't you can't just be half-assing both. Mm-hmm. You have to give majority time to this. This is, this is basically your baby at this point, and school has to school's gonna go on the back burner. You know, um, you can try to balance them, but you will find that if you really want to see success, you're, it's gonna it's just gonna have to go on the back burner. So maybe that means uh, lengthen your time in school. Maybe maybe instead of going for you know um, a three year graduate a two year graduation which is what I tried to do maybe take it to five years and do part time right you know um, but if you're really trying to build this business and you really think it's the big next big thing and it gives you shivers uh, when you're talking about it make sure make sure you make the proper time for it sure. it, it is literally a baby you, know, you need to spend as much time as possibly can on it. And that is it for this episode. If you enjoyed, there is more to come. An episode of How They're Here releases every other Wednesday. In the meantime, check us out on LinkedIn, Instagram, and Facebook by searching How They're Here, or find me online at Tyler M. Webb to connect. If you want to hear more from us, make sure to rate and subscribe. It helps us stay in business. Thank you, as always, for listening, and I'll talk to you all soon. Peace.